0: Hi all, different format this week. This is Rabbi Sluck Price, and this is Talkless Talks. Um, but before starting with a uh, question or issue related to our upcoming Torah portion, I want to give a plug. The Cincinnati Community Colo, which is uh, the host to Talkless Talks and so many other wonderful pieces of media, literature, classes, especially locally in Cincinnati and on the college campuses surrounding Cincinnati, is having Our once a year major annual fundraiser that is going on, not yet really this week, starting uh, middle of that first week of July, but not too early to toss money uh, into the pot. Uh, All dollars can be matched, generous support of our local Jewish foundation and other very significant donors like the uh, Gerald and Carol Harris Family Fund towards Jewish Outreach that are joining up together and matching dollars that come in to help support the coal and support our outreach efforts, again, locally on college campuses and through mediums such as Talkless Talks. So again, you can find the donate button on cincicolol.org, C-I-N-C-Y, that's short for Cincinnati, and uh, donate via that button. Um, just send me questions directly at talklesscoaching at Gmail, or just interest in how you can, participate in that or in other call elements, whether it's our fundraisers or more of our classes and media. I'll probably give one more pitch for this next week, and then that's it. not generally giving uh, any fundraising pitches throughout the year. If you are hearing this message well after the uh, July uh, 2022 fundraiser, no problem. Money can still be accepted at that same org donate button. Or again, you can always still reach out to me with questions or suggestions or comments, concerns about any of the uh, podcasts or in general at tachliscoaching at gmail.com. On to an issue related to this coming Torah portion of Shalach. And again, for those of you in Israel, last week's Torah portion of Shalach, but a message that, as usual, is not restricted by time. The issue related to the spies at the beginning of our portion who go into the land of Israel and come back with a tragically negative report. A report that devastates the people, sends them into despair, has them give up their anticipated quest and longing toward the trek towards Israel, and as a result, has them punished that they will not make that trek to the land of Israel. Commentaries discuss, differ as to exactly where this went wrong. We find a common thread related to perspective. And I want to share a fascinating insight related to the name we give the spies. Meraglim is the common word used for the spies. But that verb, that term, does not appear anywhere in our Torah portion. When they're sent to see the land, Moshe sends them, the Hebrew is lasur or latur, to check out the land. The English word tour, probably related to this word, latur et to tour the land, to seek out the land, to see the land and analyze, come back with a report. That term is used several times in this week's portion, and it's related to the terminology that's used when we talk about not deviating after that which you see with your eyes, a verse that we say in the Shema that's actually found at the end of this week's Torah portion. That's the same word of touring and when you are looking at things and gazing at them with a positive perspective. When you're seeing something positive, you can be attracted to that. Whether it's a person that you're gazing at, whether it's a culture that you are viewing and starting to absorb, there is risk with that. And that's the word. When Moshe sent them, he was asking them to go view the land, looking at the positive, see all the elements to come back and share them with us. That would be the term of La Sour, La Tour, that would be appropriate. Summertime now, people heading out on vacations. Where are you going to go and be attentive to the detail of the new lands that maybe you're exploring? Whether it's the urban centers and the architecture, or whether it's natural environments and the beauty of God's incredible uh, colors and vast different textures that are all throughout nature, you are touring La Tour, gazing at it, and hopefully... Coming back with positive report and hopefully inspiration. Well, the term used later on when Moshe is recapping this story, when he is rebuking the people for the failed mission and for the great tragedy that resulted, over there is the first time that the verb of related to maraglim, avayraglu, that they s- sought out the land, that they spied out the land of. But that's a different term of spying out the land. Commentaries explain that that term, well, when a spy is looking at the land, is looking for the flaws and trying to find the weak spot, the Achilles heel, and trying to find where, again, if I'm spying on a reconnaissance mission, trying to find how we can destroy this, this land, how we can conquer. I'm looking for the failures in their fortresses. Well, if I'm looking at a land with that perspective, I'm looking for the trouble. I can see all of the same elements that another can come back with a positive report and look at them and have them all translate into the negative. So that when I see a land that is producing very, very powerful people, I have the capacity to come back and say, hey, I saw such potential. This is a land that must be so fertile. It's a land that must, the air must be so so healthy. The climates must be so well-balanced as to allow for people to, to grow and prosper in this manner. That's Lassur. But I can look at this from the Maraglan perspective of I and say, whoa, a land that produces giants, that's going to be a land that's very difficult to conquer. These are people that we can't handle These are people we can't conquer. The same looking at the same factor can come back with a negative or the positive. When we know throughout life, we have experiences where we can look at a situation and two people can see the exact same situation and translate it in very, very different ways. One as trouble and failure, another as opportunity and positive challenge. The mission that Moshe sent them on was with a verbiage of that lasur. Go check it out. Find all the positive. They unfortunately went laragel, and hence they were referred to as the maraglim, as the spies. Maybe we could say spies rather than scouts. They're meant to be the advance guard and go see and check it out and help us know what it is we have to look forward to. And 10 out of the 12, unfortunately, corrupted that, came back with that twisted in the negative. That distinction can help us understand an idea that is shared about the opening and close of this Parsha. The beginning of the Parsha, the issue of the spies. The closing section of the Parsha, the tzitzis, the third paragraph of the Shema. And within the tzitzis, we have the expression that look at the strings of the tzitzis and remember all the mitzvahs that God has provided us. Remember all the commandments, all the Good that we are encouraged to do by looking at the tzitzis strings. Okay, if I look at the tzitzis strings, I can remember tzitzis again. The tzitzis, the strings of the talit of the tallis. If I look at a tallis, I think about a talus Do I think about eating masa on Passover or blowing shofar on Rosh Hashanah? If I look at the tallis strings. Does that remind me? Don't speak lashon hara. And how does that string? create this outcome of all of the mitzvahs. But it's ultimately a matter of perspective. The Talmud says, if you look at the string, particularly the blue string, when that is present, and you think of the, oh, like an aqua-colored sea, and that reflects the idea of the sky, and that reminds me of God's throne, and I think of God's throne as God who has provided us with the gift of all the mitzvahs of the Torah. Well, that sounds like quite a leap. Unless it isn't. If I dangle in front of you my car key, and you see a key, you don't have to start thinking, oh, key, that means somewhere there's a lock, or oh, the lock is on a door, the door is attached to a car, there must be a car. Naturally, when you see a car key, you think car. And we have many elements that you can just have something that is rather small, simple, but it automatically conjures up something else that's much more significant. The car key to a car the house key to a house uh, if i uh you know put uh, my phone charger down on the table people immediately think okay there's some other more sophisticated technology that this is associated with whether the phone or, or a laptop whatever it is we we connect the dots naturally when we are in tune to the bigger picture and when we're so focused well the message of the tzitzit at the end of the parsha is a person who's oriented towards mitzvah, who is looking for the trigger that connects, can have a very small trigger of a little blue string that's going to connect him or her to the big picture of mitzvahs in general. And a person who is oriented towards the beauty of the land of Israel and the potential of the land of Israel, the power of the land of Israel and the gifts that God gives us can see a large grape, and see incredible potential, an incredible capacity to be nourished and able to thrive and serve God. But a person who is unfortunately looking for a different type of picture can see the same trigger and get to that very different outcome. So as we look at the of shalach, and we remind ourselves that very often it's not what you're seeing, but how you see it. Not the details in front of us, but how we put them together and what we do with the data that we are seeing. And we should hopefully take that to mind and realize that by shifting a little bit of our desire to see the good, we can be able to see the good by shifting a little bit of our attitude of wanting to see potential. We can very often see potential. I'm going to share that I just one of those little reminders two days ago, I am traveling, and as if you are listening to this anytime in the spring or summer of 2022, hopefully by the time you're listening, it's not relevant, but the idea of canceled airline flights, that's just like the norm these days. Well, flight got canceled after I had to change airlines because of another factor. I end up on an airline that the 10 a.m. flight is canceled, and I'm put on an 8 p.m. flight. Well, that's kind of ridiculous. The next opportunity is 8 p.m., and immediately I check, and there's an available seats on a 3 p.m., I was able to switch. I don't know why they did me the favor of specifically pushing me all the way to 8 PM originally, but okay. So I'm now on a different airline than originally planned and a very different timing than originally planned, but I have a rent a car that I have to drop off at the airport in the morning. So I've got several hours now in the airport and I am at gate 47 in terminal B of, um, the Newark airport at noon when I was supposed to be on my way back to Cincinnati already, um, much earlier, but, Sitting there, hey, Rabbi Price, young man comes over, wow, Jason, great to see you. Jason was flying back from Israel. Jason was a student who had been a student of ours over here in Cincinnati, one of our campuses here, and had gone off to do some studying in Israel. And Jason was supposed to be flying back from Israel at a time that would have him not arriving in Newark until after I would have left back to Cincinnati. But his flight was actually bumped early. Go figure with that. Getting a message. Their flight is several hours earlier than initially planned. And and this is just actually with not too much time to manage to quickly throw his stuff together and get a taxi and get to the airport and get on that flight, which he managed to do, thankfully. But he ends up flying up earlier than planned and now, therefore, is waiting in Newark Airport for his flight that's going to leave from gate 47 after my flight leaves from gate 47 mid-afternoon. His flight was going to be leaving later on toward evening, but he has a long way over because his flight came in too early. And we end up together and able to schmooze together for about an hour. And we got to learn some of the Parsha together and able to share some things that were relevant to his upcoming move to a certain city that I have some contacts in and other elements that clicked in place that um, really, I was thankful for that opportunity. Where just moments earlier, I could have been looking at this as a real downer, and instead, hey, it was positive. Sometimes even before we see that positive, positive, and we yelled out, hey, Rabbi Price, if we're mature about this and recognizing that if we're looking for the positive, we can say, okay, you know what? Even time to relax in the airport and not be involved in the rush, rush. Sometimes we're just trapped in a situation that we can actually have to stop and relax and think a little bit, maybe do some studying, but not deal with the rush of life that is our general routine. Looking for the positive, you'll we'll, hopefully be we'll able to find that positive. And we have the attitude of looking for the positive, looking to be less as arts rather than miragel. Not be like those miraglim who are looking at the same data and translating it into trouble, but wanting to see the positive and turn that into only positive energy. And take that message that sithis teach us. It can be done. We can be oriented towards that and then find it. We're the type of people that can see the blue a string and think all oh, mitzvahs. We're the type of people that can see luscious fruit and think the greatness of the land of Israel and think, thank you, God. Thank you, Hashem. Then we'll be the type of people who are far more likely to achieve our